there's a magical draw to what we do, to the people that we are serving, to the land where they live, and the and and just the spiritual nature of the Navajo people and the Navajo lands that's uh, not describable. From the state of Jefferson, I'm Dan Smith, and this is Wheel Tales, the show where we talk with Rotarians and people of action that are changing the world. We're going to explore their secrets and their hearts, share the emotions, and take a deep dive into some extraordinary people. Today, we're visiting with John Allman. John is a member of the E-Club and lives in New Mexico. For the past several years, he's worked on the Navajo Solar Lights Project, bringing solar lights to the Navajo Nation. This is more than just lights, but the impact goes way beyond that. Listen and find out why. They have a very strong spiritual tie to the lands. And so people say, why don't they just leave? Well, you know, that's a pretty difficult thing to ask a nation of people to do. And we have to understand it's a nation of people. That will take us back to the year 2001. My wife and I had just built a house in Jacksonville, Oregon. So we invited the other four residents and their families to come over for dinner so we could get to know everybody in the neighborhood. They were over and I just asked one of the, one of the people there in conversation, do you belong to any clubs, do anything, whatever? And he says, yeah, you know, I, I belong to Rotary. He said, I'll be happy to uh, bring you. And if you like uh, what you see, he says, we'll, we'll talk about uh, nominating you as for membership. And I went. I loved it. I loved what I saw. I liked the passion. And I was anxious to uh, to find something in Oregon that at that time, we, it, being brand new, that I could do and, uh, in the community. And it worked very, very well. Albuquerque is wonderful. It has, for us, having moved here from California, what we were looking for was something that was in the Western United States that was big enough to have uh, sufficient bookstores and activities, and yet was smaller than San Francisco, Orange County, Los Angeles. And we had both been uh, in Albuquerque, both on business and on pleasure. So we both enjoyed Albuquerque and we looked into it a little bit, came out here and have not regretted the move. Found a wonderful little home in a development on the west side uh, near the petroglyphs and the three volcanoes. Just really enjoy it here. It's just been a, a, a wonderful experience here in, in, in New Mexico. Then I uh, set out on my own as a consultant working for myself and was afraid I was going to have to leave Rotary behind when my good friend Bruce Garrett got in touch with me and told me about the e-club and I said well I'll be doggone you know then I can travel anywhere I want I can move anywhere I want I can do anything I want and I can still be part of Rotary. It, it was like all things Rotary for me has been one of these magical journeys where 
I sit back and say, I want to join something, be part of the community, and then somebody shows up at my house and tells me how. Then, you know, 10 years later, I'm sitting there wondering how I'm going to stay part of Rotary, and I get a phone call that says, uh, this is how you can do it. It's just been a, ma a magical journey. I just like to ask people, you know, that would that ask me about the the project to say, just close your eyes for a moment and picture yourself in a city, in a brand new home that's lovely, with wonderful people, five minutes to a grocery store, got hot and cold running water, you got a couple of bathrooms with a couple of showers, refrigerator that works whenever you want it to, and we take a shower, by golly, if you want it to be hot, it's hot. Just think about that. And most people say, well, yeah, uh, you know, that's every day. And I said, okay, now what I want you to do is keep your eyes closed and imagine going on a freeway, three hours, gassing up, stopping, and then turn north on this two-lane road. And an hour later, turn left into the Navajo Nation, where there is 16,000 people that don't have electricity that don't have running water, that don't have a grocery store that's any closer than an hour away, that have no refrigeration, so everything they buy has to be a staple that will not spoil, that when the sun goes down, that's it, uh, you might as well go to sleep because you can't see. And that is three and a half hours away from the exact opposite. And it's just so life altering. In that first installation, I remember two, uh, two residents uh, vividly. One was at lunchtime and we, have, we had made sandwiches before we left for the day. We're in a one-room home and my job was to hang the light fixtures from the ceiling where we had drawn wires from the solar panel and hang down the light fixture. And it was in the middle of the kitchen where the woman wished to have it. She and her husband were sitting on a couch on the other side of the room watching as we put things where they wanted us to. And then she got up and I'm on a stepladder in the middle of her kitchen, drilling a hole in her ceiling. And I look down and she's pulled out a frying pan and she's going and she's getting different ingredients. And I'm thinking, well, I need to hurry hurry this up because it's their lunchtime. Well, it wasn't their lunchtime, it was our lunchtime. And she was fixing from the, what they had in their, in their home, fry bread, spam, and uh, warm soda. And it was the best sandwich I've ever had because it was just, it was made from the heart. and did another installation for a lady that was, I'm going to guess, about mid-90s. And she spoke only Navajo, and she was a weaver. And she had her loom set up, making a very large Navajo rug. And being in her mid-90s, uh, of course, her eyesight is not the best. And so she is limited to sunlight. And we bring in, and we can put three lights in their dwelling, wherever they want, 
And of course we say, where would you like the lights? And our interpreter asked her, and the first place she pointed was directly over her loom. We have pictures, I think, on our site of this woman with her loom. And it's just wonderful. She can continue her culture and continue her craft now uh, in her late, you know, late years, still continue to do that which is important to the people. And that's part of the mission as well, is not just to bring electricity to, to individuals, but to help them maintain their arts, their craft, their culture, their, their heritage. have a nation there of the Navajo and when you walk into their homes I can almost tell you that it'd be a hundred percent that you'll find some patriotic icon they'll either have a flag or a picture of a flag or a picture of the president or something that will indicate their patriotic nature and I just find that remarkable given uh, how we as a nation have uh, ultimately treated the, the indigenous people so it's, it's just a remarkable thing. Of course, the pandemic has been devastating to the Navajo people over this entire period of time, although now, based on the fact that they took very extreme measures of curfews and quarantine and restricting access to the nation, mandating mask wearing and, and social distancing, they flattened the curve uh, and they seem to have beaten it back. People can go to our site, either our State of Jefferson website for our club or go to uh, www.navajosolarlight.org. It doesn't take uh, a lot of searching to find a donate button and donate money. You can bring light to somebody for a mere $300. It's a wonderful thing. So the other way that people can help is by getting in touch with me by email or through contacts on the, on the websites to volunteer their time. And I'll be happy to talk to anybody about coming out and taking part in this wonderful experience that we hopefully will uh, we'll do in the month of June, 2021. So, uh, as far as any new uh, projects in my life, I'd like to say, yeah, I'd, I'd like to bring electricity to every Navajo. I'd like to bring water to every Navajo. I would love to have their healthcare system be one that is worthy of the, of the 21st century. Probably not going to happen in my lifetime, but one thing we in Rotary, I think, uh, exemplify is uh, you can say probably won't happen but that ain't gonna stop us from trying. Thank you for listening. The Navajo Song of Happiness is from the Archive of Folk Music at the Library of Congress. Coffee is music from Media 2 by Cambo. Other music includes Little Bear by Lobo Loco and Friends and Apples by Alpha Hydre. Please come back next week for more Wheel Tales.